Good morning, everyone. Before we get into the word, let's pray. Let's just invite the Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you have given us just the words of Jesus. We thank you that you've given us these scriptures. Lord, would you open them up to us today? As we study, as we look into them, would you reveal them to our hearts? Plant those seeds in our hearts, I pray. That the seed of God will grow in our hearts and bear a harvest. And that our lives will be changed for the better, we ask in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. 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 <laughs> well, it's lovely to be here and sharing the word with you. And, you know, Wayne, I have a story that I heard about. There's this guy, you know, and he was stuck in the desert lost and he was there for days and days on end and he got more and more thirsty no water he's dragging himself through the desert now he's finally on his knees and he there's just no water in sight and there's this man that he can see coming in the distance he's mm -hmm. riding a camel and the guy gets closer up to him and he thinks great now I can get a drink and he says to the man hey do you think he could give me a drink and he says to him no, he says, how about I sell you a tie? A tie in the a desert. A tie in the desert. And the, the thirsty guy who's totally dehydrated, half dead, says, please, I don't want a tie. Please, could I have a drink of water? And the guy says, I'll tell you what, I'll do you a deal. I'll, I'll sell you not just one tie for five pounds, but I'll give you three for ten. <laughs> three for ten. <laughs> Special. And this man is desperately thirsty and he says, I don't want your tires, please. And the man on the camel just rode off and left him. Anyway, <clears throat> after a few more hours dragging himself through the desert, he sees in the distance some trees, a bit of an oasis, mm -hmm. and gets a bit closer. And there's a man standing at a building, which is a restaurant, and he's waving people into this restaurant. He gets there and he says to the guy, says, please, could I come in and have a drink? And the guy said to him, Sir, do you have a tie? Oh, no, clear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. I think we're going to should leave the jokes for Pastor Steve to do. <laughs> yes. Listen, I've also got a story thing. I think mine's going to be a little bit more, it's a little better than that one. Listen, here's a story for you too, but rather than me trying to tell it, why don't you have a look at it? And that's from the movie that, or the series really, The Chosen. And uh, we're really blessed to be able to show you that. And just by the way, these, the new series is out as well. It and is. We've seen the first two of the new series. Awesome. You've got to go and have a look. Mm -hmm. uh, you get the app. You can see the season one and season two as well. Mm -hmm. Really good. Uh, exciting. It's not word for word verbatim that what the Bible, but it gives a story behind it. And mm -hmm. uh, it gives the, the clarity on mm -hmm. the story, which was great. Now I see the link between your story of the guy in the desert yeah. and the woman of Samaria. Uh, we are all thirsty, aren't we? We are all desperately thirsty. And That's right. And we we're looking search, for something. We search, all humanity is searching mm. for that fulfillment, but often it's met with prejudice, isn't it? When it is. you're trying to find the right thing. And it's not met, it's, it's not found in human things, is mm. it? It's, it's a spiritual thirst, yeah. really, that we're looking at. Let's dive into that story and, and just break it down a little bit because uh, there's some interesting things that maybe not everyone's aware of. The first thing I noticed in the, the, the video that we looked at, Jesus said, come, we're going to Samaria. Mm -hmm. he, he wasn't forced there. This was a decision that Jesus made. 
Well, Jesus, although he was a man living on the earth, he definitely was not in fear. Way. No, he wasn't chased no. by anybody to go through to Samaria. And he was, it wasn't a, a thing about geographical uh, traveling, a certain route that he had to travel because a lot of people missed mm. this route. The conflict that and the threat. In John 4 verse 4, he actually said this. He says, I must go through Samaria. Mm. He was on a divine purpose mm. here. He had something, something driving. I need to go there. He did. And he had a purpose. He mm. had a plan. He, he knew he had an appointment. That's and Jesus right. is like this from beginning to end. He had an appointment to arrive on this earth and be born. He had an appointment to die on a certain mm -hmm. day, to be resurrected on the third day. He kept every single appointment That's and right. he will keep his appointment on his return day too. And now we see he's got an appointment with a woman. He mm -hmm. wants to meet this lady. Could it have been that Jesus explicitly wanted to go there? I've, I was thinking about it. Did he know beforehand that he was going to meet that woman? I think because he was full of the Holy Spirit, Jesus was. And he was just going with that unction inside, that appointment said, I need to go there. Something's driving me. The Holy Spirit is driving me in that direction. And so he goes there and he encounters and he meets the woman and says, right, now I know why, why I'm here. Divine appointment, divine purpose mm. to meet one person. Yeah. Divine compulsion. That's right. And he has a divine compulsion for every single one of us, Wayne. That's right. For you and me as well. And for every single one of you that's watching as well. You know, you're not watching by chance. It's not an accident. Could it be orchestrated by God Almighty that you are watching this specific service? Maybe just listening in the background to someone else's service and you're picking up on a couple of things. But there's a divine appointment God wants to meet with you. Mm. Jesus wants to meet with us. Every single one of us. Let's mm. say that again, Claire. There is a divine compulsion, a divine appointment, a divine purpose mm. for what is happening. You know, Claire, so I was watching that lady. It, it reminded me of how... She, some of us are hurt and she's hurt. Mm. And when someone's hurting, uh, you know, you know when you've got a sore tooth or something's not right, you, you, you want help, but don't touch me, it's too sore. Yeah. And I need you. And, and she's like that with Jesus almost. She needs the help, but don't touch me, it's too sore, don't go there, but mm. I need help. And it's this to and fro, isn't it? Yeah, and she's, but she's thirsty and she's yes. in need and he engages in this conversation with her about water and her. But then she gets him defensive and argumentative and kind of like, yeah. but there's always the but, isn't there? Yeah. And I love the way it's really orchestrated where he sent the disciples off mm. to go get food so that they can be alone and have this conversation. Divine purpose. Again. Divine, mm. yes. And how in the various verses I, I wanted to just read, it Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. So that's a first side step. Jews shouldn't have anything to do with me. Stop talking to me. Yes. Then, then she says, sir, you have nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. Mm -hmm. So now she's trying to sidestep the conversation because he doesn't have a bucket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then verse 12 says, are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us as well? So now she's talking about who he is. And it, it's just every time he was coming in to have a conversation with her uh, and get closer and closer into her heart, she was closing off or sidestepping and mm. bringing in something else to divert him. Yeah. And then... Verse 19 says, Sir, I perceive that you're a prophet. Now she's trying to put the focus onto him. Mm. And then lastly, verse 20 says, Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Now she's 
arguing about where we should worship. That's all the time. Every time God starts or Jesus starts to press in a little, she's trying to take side steps and avoid the issue at hand. Mm -hmm. But you know, what I love about this was Jesus wasn't there to condemn. No. He wasn't condemning. He was reaching out to save her, to help her. He didn't even try and pinpoint her sin Mm. or make her feel guilty for it. He just said, like, I believe you've had five Mm. husbands. Mm. And he wanted each time he was trying to get closer, closer to her heart issue. And her heart issue, I think, was when that she felt lack of love. Mm. When you've had fa- five failed marriages, what does, yeah. what does that really mean? She was searching for love mm. and Jesus wanted to come closer to her heart so he could minister to that. Well, maybe she had been abused in mm. the past as well. And Jesus was coming close to heal the yeah. abuse and to minister to. Mm. Maybe it's just a lack of acceptance. You know, okay, I, I, I've read somewhere that one of the biggest fears that humanity faces is the fear of rejection. Mm. A- and we don't want to be rejected. Here she is rejected by her village. The other women of her uh, class are now rejecting her for whatever reason. Yeah, because she's alone there. She's alone there at, mid-day, at midday in the heat. In wrong no one time. Would, correct. Wrong mm. time of the day by yourself. You'd never do that normally. So she's battling with this rejection. And so many of us battle with so many of the same issues, don't we? And she's trying to hide that rejection all the time by just avoiding the real issue by sidestepping. But the question I've got to ask about you and me and and everyone watching is, are there issues in our lives? Jesus starts to push in a little bit Mm. and we start to sidestep. Um, Jesus, I love you. I love worshiping. I love coming to church, but but don't go there. Mm. Don't touch my finances. Mm. Uh, or maybe it's something else. You you say, Lord Jesus, I, I love you, and I'm a Christian, and I'm serving you, but don't talk about my relationships. Uh, we don't go there. My relationship with that individual or whatever I'm doing in private, no, no we don't go there. Mm. Are there things in our lives? But he was chasing her heart, and her heart was empty. Wayne. Yeah. That was the biggest thing. Her heart ha- had a big space that was thirsting. Mm. And so many of us, we humanity is thirsty, and we fill it with other things, don't we? Mm. We might find that we've ended up with loads of friends and lost friends. We've gone shopping mm. till we drop because we're just trying to fill the space. It's or full void. maybe you have had not five failed husbands, but five failed businesses and keep yeah. trying to fill that void, trying to reach a place where you mm. feel fulfilled. And yet mm. it's only filled by Jesus. Well, maybe we actually try and sidestep Jesus because we say, oh, it's a racial issue. Mm. It's political. Or maybe I was born on the wrong side of the, the, the tracks. Mm. Or maybe the denomination that I go to, that they say something different. There's always an if or a but. But this is where if we're thirsty, we're going to allow Jesus in mm-hmm. and help let, allow him to minister us. Did you notice, Wayne, in the story that Jesus was prepared to cross all barriers? He mm. was even prepared to go across a, an unacceptable relationship mm-hmm. to meet this lady. He shouldn't have been speaking to a Samaritan woman. But the relationship he was desiring was worth more to him yes. than the unacceptable So he was in pursuit That's of her right. heart. He wanted her heart. He wanted to be bringing her into the kingdom mm. of God. And nothing else mattered. Mm. Nothing, nothing to do with the race or what she believed or how she'd lived her life. He just wanted mm. her. So what we've seen so far, Claire, in our first point is Jesus 
is in pursuit, divine purpose. He's after us. He's an appointment that he wants to meet with us. Secondly, we've seen that all of us have some kind of history. We all have baggage. Mm. We all have a past. And Jesus is not judging us. No. He's not prejudiced against that. No. He's saying, I'm pre prepared to pursue an unacceptable relationship mm. that may be in the religious connotations, yeah. but I want you. Yes. And so he's not judging us. He's coming to save us. He's got a mission on his heart. He's Come not on. like that man. No, who won't let no, the guy in the restaurant. No, he's not like that guy. <laughs> Come on, let's read a scripture together, Claire. John chapter 4, verse 28 and 29. The woman left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the man, Come and see a man which told me all the things that I ever did. Is this not the Christ? Is this not the Christ? She had a revelation of mm. who he was. And so she's moved from a place of receiving from Jesus because of a divine appointment. And Jesus looked past the prejudice and all her sidestepping. And now she clicks. She has that revelation and she suddenly sees her mm. purpose. Yes. And she sees that he is the Messiah. Correct. Her thirst isn't going to be um, fulfilled with the water pot. And you saw in the story there how yes. she just left her water pot behind yes. because the, the living water that Jesus gives is so much more important. Yes. And that was very symbolic. But we all have hunger, thirst, la lack of satisfaction, discontentment. These are void. But it can only really be understood in understanding what our purpose is yes. in Jesus Christ. And God doesn't mind what state you're in, he's still got a purpose for us. And that excites me. We're not just eliminated and pushed to the side because mm. we're not perfect. We don't have to be perfect. God loves us just the way we are. Mm. He says, I've got a divine purpose for you. And, and I think that scene when she rushes off to go and tell them that suddenly her confidence changed, mm. didn't it? Her confidence was shattered when he met her at the well because she said, I've got to come here alone. Nobody yeah. wants me. Yeah. I'm, I'm rejected. Suddenly she's able to go home to the people in her That's village right. and start sharing the word of God. So her confidence now is I am loved mm. whether I had five husbands or not. He loves me. And that fear of rejection is now changed to acceptance. And just look at the result in verse 42. It says, uh, then the, the village people said to the woman, now we believe not because of just what you said, for we ourselves have heard him and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the savior of the world. Her purpose was to spread the good news, to tell somebody else what Jesus had done for her. And, you know, these days we talk about influencers, mm. Wayne. I think yeah, she, was an she became an influencer for Jesus, <laughs> didn't right. she? She must have been a vlogger or put it out on Facebook or something. But imagine the change. Mm. It must have been almost visible for those yeah. people to suddenly want to listen to her. Something mm. in her had changed on yeah. the outside even. So when, if we apply to our lives now, when we've come to Jesus and we find acceptance in him, all of a sudden we see there's a purpose for us as yeah. well. He's, he's got a plan for us so we can find our true purpose and it transforms us, doesn't it? It motivates us, energizes us. Mm. This transformation, this we call it, we give it a word called mm. salvation, don't we? Because we suddenly, like she did, have this moment where we know that he is the Messiah and mm. we believe Mm. That, that is it the is. transformation moment. It's salvation is the word that we use, but it actually means I recognize that he is God, that he's that's the right. Messiah, and that's now right. I choose to believe in him. Yeah. And that's what created this change in her, didn't it? Yeah, it's the believing, isn't it? Have a listen to the scripture. John chapter 4, verse 13 and 14 says this. 
Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water from Jacob's well will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become from him a fountain of water springing up into mm. everlasting life. And I think that's what was seen on her, this well of water. Mm. The life was just springing up on the inside of her. It also says in John 3 verse 36, he who believes in the Son has everlasting life. Yeah, so it's a believing. It's, it's, so we receive from Jesus, or we, we, we have acceptance from him, but we believe in him. So thank you for that. I have a purpose. I receive that from you. And, it take, and that's what sets us free. It's energizing. Mm. It releases us. And John 3.16, a scripture that you all know so well. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Oh, Claire, it's so simple today. Mm. Can we just believe in him? You know, you are the Christ. You are yeah. the Messiah. You're the one. It's not about your past. It's mm. not about fixing all the problems. Let, leave that up to Jesus. Yeah. He's going to pursue you, hunt you down, just so that you can have that relationship mm. with him. I think Jacob's well was a picture of natural solution in the story. Water, natural water, satisfying. Keep coming to get water, which didn't really satisfy just a short term. And what happened in verse 15 is quite important, I think. When you read it, it says, The woman said to Jesus, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst, nor come to draw again. It's like she was excited to hear mm. about living water and she'd never thirst again. She thought that this would just fix the burden of coming to fetch water. Mm. But when we make a relationship with Jesus and we are saved and we talk about salvation, it's not about taking just a burden off you or fixing some need in your life. You know, sometimes we get our selfish needs sorted out and then we just live. He was wanting a personal relationship, a long-term relationship. Mm. This was not just about fixing mm. a natural problem was it that's right and that's why her her mental thought was oh yeah it'd be great i don't have to come to the well anymore but he was saying no it's not about this mm. natural thing mm. so often there's a spiritual problem that we try and fix with a natural solution and as long as we try to substitute and put this this then fix it with a natural solution like shopping mm. like whatever we're doing we need jesus only a spiritual solution is going to solve that problem. Yes. Claire, it's not all about rules and regulations. Did you notice how the woman, she immediately tried to bring worship back into mm. it. Uh, in John 4, 23 and 24, she says, Now, from now on, worshipping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with the right heart. For God is spirit and he longs to have sincere worshippers who will adore him mm. in the realm of the spirit and in truth. God's not wanting us to jump through hoops. No. He's not wanting us to do religious things. He's wanting us to worship from our hearts. He's wanting us to enter into this relationship from our hearts, mm. not because it's the right thing mm. to do. Because if, no. It's not just an escape from hell. It's not just to get fixed. It's a relationship. He wants mm. worshipers that will truly mm. from their hearts worship him. You see, Claire, I've had pain and prejudice and racial, political, religious and hurts. But it's not about me trying to fix all that. I would allow him to fix all of that. And that's it? the whole thing of the story. He's just in purposeful pursuit yes, of her heart. And then he wants her to pursue him in worship yes. and be refilled with 
this water, this living water. Let me sum up for us this morning so far. The first point we saw that was Jesus came in purposeful, divine purpose, mm. pursuit of us okay. to find us. And he's coming for you and for me. He did for the woman. He did for us. Secondly, we saw that there is a dryness and there's a barrenness and all of us are thirsty. And only Jesus can fall that. From the day you're born, Wayne. That's you right. You are born thirsty. And the only way to do it is accept Jesus. Yes. The and only way to get filled, truly filled, mm. so you never thirst again, is Jesus. Yes. But in John 4, verse 13, he, he, yeah. it's such an incredible verse. Read yeah, that? read that verse. Yeah. It's, this is the solution, isn't it? Mm. And it's to, the solution to mankind. This. Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. He was talking about the well. Yeah. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give to him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. That's right. Did you notice there that it says the invitation was so broad that it uses the yeah. word whoever. That's you. That's me. That's is welcome. Whoever. It's so broad. It's so yeah. encompassing. Everyone. Anyone can come. Anyone. But at the same time, it's so narrow. Yeah. It's so focused because there's an action to it. It says, yeah. if you come, you have to drink. You do. There has to be an acceptance. Drinking, you know, just because you come to a river or to a fountain doesn't necessarily mean you're going to drink. No. Anyone can come to the fountain, but you have to reach in there and you're going to take the water drink. and drink. And that's what's so important for us. Yes, you've heard this nice little sermon and, and you're listening in and, and you can possibly identify with being thirsty and hungry and wanting more of God. But now comes the time you need Let's to act on drink. this. You need to drink, you don't drink. we? You do. And Jesus doesn't have any prejudice whatsoever. He's not going to say, no, you're not good enough. You can't come. His arms are open wide and said, anyone who's thirsty, mm. come to me. Why don't we pray? Yes. Should we do that? Yes. Thank you, Lord, that you've made a way for us. You've made a big invitation to us, to every single one of us to say, come. Mm. I'd love you to come and to be filled with living water so that you can have eternal life, that you never have to die. And I can fill every void in mm. you. So, Lord, if that's anyone who's listening today, would I pray that they would reach out today and say, I am the thirsty one and I would like to drink. And mm. we come before you mm. today and say, yes, we are thirsty. We would like a drink from you. Fill us yeah. with a river and, and a fountain of water that just springs up from the inside of us. We want eternal life. We want to know you and not just know you for fixing our our needs we want to have a relationship with you that's right so we yes. come to you today and we say yes lord we drink mm. we drink as we've been uh, talking and sharing the word mm. together if the holy spirit's been nudging you maybe there's an area in your life uh, that jesus wants a little bit more of mm. he says i'd like to come in why don't you just right now just open your arms up and say, Lord, here, I'm going to give that to you. Jesus. Maybe it's your relationships. Mm. Just say, Lord, I've got some relationships I need you to fix. Um, Lord, maybe it's finances. Okay, I, I, I'm going to change the mm. way I'm doing things. I, I'm going to give you and I'm going to allow you in. You see, Jesus hasn't come to condemn you. Mm. He's come to love you, accept you, and fill you. Mm. So we can trust him. He's, not going to, he's got no harm. No evil in him. No. He's not going to give you anything bad. So right now, 
we're going to pray and ask God again just to touch your life. Yes. Just put your hand on your heart right now and just say, Lord Jesus, Jesus, thank you that you come into my heart. Thank you that you come in my heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As I give this to you, you're going to come in and fill me up. Mm, yeah, fill me up. Thank and whatever's wrong, you're going to make it right. Thank you, Lord. thank you that I can trust you. And thank you that you're not judging me. Mm, thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Listen, if you prayed that prayer and you would like to chat to Claire, or there's an email on the screen, and just write to us. Um, We'd love to send you some free material and maybe if you want a prayer, we can find you and make contact with you. I want you to take the presence of God and go into your week this week and say, Lord Jesus, I want to know you a bit more. I want to drink a little bit more. Mm. I want you to saturate my life. I'm thirsty for more of you. God bless you. God bless.